0: Welcome to Driven by Purpose with Makanjuola Davis. A M. Davis Project's production podcast where knowledge never grows gray. Here's today's broadcast. Knowledge is best powered by experience. There might not be any better way to begin this episode than sharing with you one of the exclusive moral stories from my archive about a woman whose two solely kids were murdered in cold blood. The pain was so severe in her heart to bear the loss of these two lovely kids of hers. As for women, God gave them a larger heart to bear pain for a long time, and for we men, we have a larger heart to get over loss quicker than women. So, it didn't take forever when the husband put himself in the position to support her wife's emotion over the loss of their two kids. After three months, her husband arranged for her to see a specialist. It was a young woman in her late 20s who was hired to help with a therapy. In their first meeting, they exchanged pleasantries and everything seemed to be in order. But looking at her in her tender age and how she gloried about her profession gave the woman a big concern, even though the therapist has impressive qualifications to her resume. The therapist initiated a supposed encouraging dialogue by means of saying, sorry about your loss and I do understand and know your pain, madam. But the woman interpolated, you think you do? And the therapist responded, yes I do, madam. I have worked significant therapies for people of your similar encounter in the past seven years." she asked the therapist if she has a child but the therapist said with a chuckle not yet but my wedding will be in three weeks from now wait until you have a child and call me back to continue the therapy with me said this woman the therapist married after three weeks and a year later she was carrying her two months old newborn baby then she called the woman back to hear how she was faring if perhaps she would still need the therapy the woman said yes that it was like the pain would by no means go away. She planned to fix her up for another appointment for the next day. But the woman said, I understand you have a child now who you're just building a bond with, but wait until you have a child you have built a bond with that you really love. Six years later, the same therapist was going through her diary and she stumbled on the appointment record of the woman in the time past. She called the woman immediately to check on her to know how she was faring after seven years. The woman said the same. You know it's difficult to cope over the loss of a child, let alone two children you know age can't permit you to replace. That means you still need this therapy, said the specialist. At this point, the woman said, I know you have a kid now, and I know you have a bond between you two. But wait until you know what it means to lose a child you dearly love, then call me back, and I will be willing to continue with the therapy with you. Out of fear, the terror of what it means to lose one's only child gripped the specialist's heart, which almost ripped her apart. She dropped the call, and she never called the woman back. The woman called back and asked why she dropped the call. The therapist said, what you said is frightening, and I'm not sure if you know the magnitude, for the magnitude would be like that of an earthquake to lose the only child I have. The woman responded, of course, I know quite well, for I lost my only two kids 8 years ago and age never gave me the privilege of replacing them either. Hmm. You will be very familiar with the words like, I feel your pain, or I understand what you're going through, just as it was used by the therapist in the story. These words are often spoken when people are trying to show empathy and a deep concern whenever anyone is experiencing a kind of pain of any magnitude. The question is, do people really know or understand our pain? I do always like to say this, that we go through the same pain doesn't make it the same experience and that you have all the expertise and mastery on your resume doesn't put you in the position to understand well enough other people's pain. We can't say for sure we understand what people experience when they go through some losses or challenges in their darkest moments in life. For we may have to pass through fire ourselves before we can understand that we will have different experience to define the fire we use to cook and the one that burns down the whole building. When I lost my mom and brother almost the same day, it was the evil I never thought could come near our family. I had heard people talked about losing their loved ones and I thought I understood their pain until the evil visited us in our family. Every counsel people were giving me to console me was getting me infuriated because nothing works to alleviate my pain as I thought. I died daily, writhing in pain over the two losses in almost the same day, until I went to see an old woman who was my church member as at the time. She lost her husband about 38 years ago, and I asked her how she was able to know peace again. She said, my son, Did you ask how I knew peace? She asked. I was very attentive because I sensed she was about to give me details she sparingly shares with people. She told me peace was far from her heart and home for the first 12 months. According to her, she said she was lost in herself because the pain was unbearable, and it was never anything she ever envisaged to have prepared for. She explained further that, losing loved ones is difficult to bear. And it is the kind of pain I might have to experience for a long time. She added that with time, the pain would be receding, but I should trust in the Lord. I will never forget her last comment when she said, no number of prayers will ever take the pain away all at once, only God adequately feels, knows and understands our pain. No one else will do. But people who have gone through the same may be in good position to advise and counsel us better about the very process we need to take to get over it. We go through certain things in life, and we wonder what's all these about. So much that I know that God uses our pain to develop us, he as well uses the pain in us to help others who could be in the position we had once passed through. There was a time I shared one of my articles in a group on social media. It was about lessons I learned in my pain many years back. Some of the comments I read the next day from people in other countries stunned me. In one of the comments, I read about a man who almost committed suicide, but my peace set him free. There was another guy who was on his deathbed. He contacted me from Zambia after reading my article that he wanted to give his life to Christ that I should pray with him. We chatted a few other days, and that was the last time I ever heard from him. I presumed he died the following week, but not without knowing the truth that set him free before death took him away. Never waste your pain. There will always be a message in our mess. You won't always know why you go through certain things in life until you look back at your life in retrospect. You will never adequately understand anyone's pain, and no one will adequately know yours, but your experience can help you with the right attitude how to handle other people's pain. Knowledge is best powered by experience, and will make room for wisdom, but emotion is best powered by feeling and will make room for incertitude. Only God knows and understands your pain well enough, but he will use the same experience and people to help you through. My prayer for you today, may the good Lord help you to always find the message in your mess, and the willingness to use them for the purpose they are meant to serve. Amen.